0: to today's episode of tap in with zoe so today's episode will actually literally be about tapping into me none other than me miss zoe um consider this like a one-on-one exclusive with the host um many of you do know me or if you don't know me Either way, this is going to give you a chance to just get a little bit of background of where I have been mentally these past few months, where I've been in this creative process and just all that has came with it. And I'm super excited to share this with you all. So, disclosure. I actually am not a fan of recording episodes by myself. This is the first episode I've ever recorded by myself. And let's just say the pressure that I've put on myself is really on right now. Um, and really, that's just because that's not the format I envisioned for my podcast. I very much so like for it to be a conversation about um, people's experiences. I never want people to come To my podcast, and feel like anything I'm saying is law or Bible. You know, if you know the saying, you know, you know. But yeah, so first episode by myself. And with that being said, let me just stop rambling and get to it. So I'm gonna give my Howard intro. Um, my name is Zoe Hall Ray. I am a junior international affairs major, art history minor at Howard University from North Carolina. Um, I could give you all the byways of <laughs> by way of Ohio and whatnot. But yes, I'm from North Carolina. That is where I grew up. That's where I spent the most time. So that's my hometown, period. So I wanted to give you all just a little bit of inspo behind the podcast as a whole. Um honestly, in this day and age, there's so many people with platforms. But there's you could probably literally count could count the amount of people that actually like use their platform for something good and, you know, to promote something other than themselves. So I'm an avid podcast listener. And honestly, I mean, in the day and age of fresh and fit, if you know, you know, It's just that, like, I was just tired of hearing certain conversations. And when you're tired of hearing certain conversations, it's time to switch the topic or change the narrative or whatever. But I definitely just realized that I couldn't keep complaining about what other people do with their platforms. I had to put the work and the effort in to build my own platform and go from there. And that is really the um, main inspo behind it. Plus, on top of that, um, if you know me like at all, I'm always here for an amazing conversation. So throughout my life, I've just always been having these amazing conversations with people, with friends, with family, and very much so recently because now that I am out here living on my own Um, meeting new people, experiencing new things. So it's just been so many times where I've been talking to people and I've been like, man, like people need to hear this. Like this is important. That is a gem. So I definitely just, that's why I wanted this platform, this podcast to broadcast people's experiences and the life lessons that came from it. So if I had to sum up my intentions for this platform in this podcast in one quote, it would be a quote that um, I have seen by one of my favorite mutuals on Tumblr and Instagram. Yes, I am still a Tumblr girl like in 2022. So that should really tell you everything you need to know about me. <laughs> but shout out to my mutual uh, shady book. Shady Brooke Trez. He said this on Tumblr and he said, I don't portray falsehoods. I speak from the heart and I let it touch whoever needs it. Period. (laughs) I couldn't say it any better myself. You know, my intention is not to get up here and act like I have it all together and act like I have all the answers because I don't. None of us do. My intention is to Create a platform for myself and for other people to get up here and share their experiences and let the world take whatever gems they need from it. That is it. That is all. <laughs> With that being said, I would like to attest just a little bit to my mental health journey these past couple of months because. You know, I know and I know I'm not the only one, (laughs) but when I tell you it has been hell, I mean, it has been hell. So I literally like just a few minutes ago was just speaking to my friend Brian Ramos. Shout out to Brian. He is a dope artist. You can follow him on Instagram at Menace Brian. But anyways, we were just talking and he asked me how I've been. And most times when I get that question, I definitely glaze over it because I feel like most people don't really care how you've been or how you are. They're just, you know, it's just a conversation filler. Well, with Brian, I literally brushed over it and didn't answer him. And then he texted me again and asked me the same thing. How have you been? So then I was like, okay, Brian really wants to know how I've been. (laughs) So I told him, you know, honestly, it's been so many ups and downs these past few months, but I have just really been committed to coming out on top and to turning everything, every experience, good or bad, into something beautiful. Now, coming to that realization for me, um, within my mental health journey, it was huge because honestly, like, especially end of December, beginning of January, I was going through it. Okay. And y'all don't, y'all not going to know this about me because I'm not the type of person to share that. I was actually off of Instagram that whole time period because I just knew that mentally I couldn't handle it. I couldn't take it at the moment, but, um, I I just felt like I just kept getting hit and hit and hit and hit and hit. And when you get hit enough is you have to decide, like, am I going to get up this time? Do I want to get up this time to just get knocked back down? You know, because ultimately, I mean, you know, bad things are going to happen. You know, life is ups and downs. But it's all about learning how to weather that storm. So when I got to that point of, am I going to get up? Do I want to get up? I just literally had to make it my intention. Like decided one day I'm going to wake up and no matter what happens to me, good or bad, I'm going to turn it into something beautiful. So honestly, y'all crazy things was happening to me. Like... um, some of y'all may not know this, but my mom passed away when I was younger, when I was 10. I had no recollection of her death date. And then my grandmother, like, just casually, I just called her. I'm actually hanging with my friend Summer. Shout out Summer, another dope artist. You know, you got to surround yourself with the with dope people, okay? Um, Instagram at Summy Gold. <laughs> But um, I was hanging with Summer. I called my grandma just f- like for fun, right? And she lets me, she's like, do you know what today is? And I'm like, no. She's like, it's the anniversary of your mom's death. And I'm like, um, that's like some information you could have kept to yourself. <laughs> and like, I didn't know what to do with it, you know? And keep in mind, that was just one of the things that I felt like was being thrown on me at the time. So, but this was, this was the turning point for me. That's why it's important because when she told me that I literally had to decide what am I going to do with this information? Am I going to mope the rest of today? And like every year that this day passes, you know, am I going to soak and wallow in my sadness or am I going to turn it into something beautiful? So I decided I wanted to turn it into something beautiful. I wanted to get my family together annually um, to celebrate her, whether it just be a dinner or whatever. Me personally, I would prefer to celebrate her birthday because that's just who I am. Like I don't, I don't like to celebrate death days. i rather celebrate her birthday. Plus, it is the day after mine. Her birthday is February 23rd. My birthday is February 22nd. Oh, 222 in the year of 2022. Mark your calendars up for Tuesday, okay? Period. <laughs> but okay, so I decided to turn it into something beautiful, right? This situation right here literally just attests to how I literally felt continuously continuous hits. So I go, I reach out to one of my cousins and I, um, run off the idea to her. And then, and keep in mind, this is a moment of me literally trying to bring my family together. Then I'm being told about instances, recent instances of, Family members of mine, like, close family, y'all. This ain't no third, fourth cousin. No, this is first cousin stuff. (laughs) Like, literally telling other family members, oh, I don't F with her. I don't F with her. I'm like, what? like we're family you know and to me in my opinion no one wins when the family feuds period like it doesn't matter who's right who's wrong if you're family you need to get it together and work it out because no one wins when the family feuds so boom so I got knocked down I'm literally going to climb trying to get back up and then boom it was another hit So then I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna, how am I gonna handle, how am I gonna turn this into something beautiful? And honestly, I could go on and on and on because that is literally life, especially when you're leading a a life of light, especially when you're you're really working towards something, especially when you do have something to to share with the world, um, gems to drop. You know, you have to go through things. This is still a part of Brian and I's convo as well. I told him, like. You know, we're going through these things because how can we relate to the world if we've never been through anything? How can I come up on this podcast and talk about anything if I haven't been through anything, you know? And even still, that's why I like to have guests. I couldn't make an episode about young parenthood because I'm not a young parent. So what did I do? I pulled in one of my close friends to aid me in that and educate me on it as well. You know, you guys were hearing it at one point in time. This was news to me as well. So, um, yeah, my mental health was definitely on an up and down movement. But I can definitely say um, what changed the game for me was the commitment to just always turn it into something beautiful. And I truly believe that everybody has that choice, now, I will say this. Everybody has that choice, but it is not the easy choice to make. It is always easiest to stay down. It is always easiest to stay where you're at. The hardest thing that I've ever done in life is to chosen to continue to keep going, literally. Um, but I definitely will say you have to be vigilant. Um, You have to self-reflect. You have to know when you need to take that break. You have to know when you need to isolate. You have to know when it's getting to a point to where you feel like you cannot pull yourself out. We've all been there. But it's not normalized. It's not talked about enough. I've seen um, mental health It is definitely trying to become a reoccurring topic in our society right now, right? But it becoming a reoccurring topic is not enough. Because as a whole, society does not create any space for us to take the necessary time needed. Like, I'm not going to lie to you right now. I am taking a break from school right now. This was an executive decision made by me because trust and believe if it was up to like the certain adults in my life, I'd still be in school. I would still be struggling with my mental health. I'd be even worse off than I was two months ago because what? Because I'm trying to fulfill somebody else's dream for me because I'm trying to do what society told me to do. Nah, not me. I could not do it. Um, I'm taking a break from school. I'm not working a nine to five job right now. I'm not because I prioritized my mental health. But let me just say that um, everybody doesn't feel like they have the privilege to do that. Everybody doesn't feel like they have the privilege to do that. But let me tell you, it is very, very necessary because you cannot pour from an empty cup. If you you hit you're breaking point and that's it that's and you're gone then what then it's over and honestly I really really just want to take this time to take a short moment of silence for um someone who has definitely gone too soon um this moment of silence is for Akaya McMillan All right, y'all. Thank you. Um, North Carolina fam, you know, just know that nobody knows her struggle. I don't know her struggle, so I can't come up here and speak on her struggle. But death gone too soon is an understatement. And losing Akaya was definitely another thing that put mental health and everything into perspective for me. You never know what people are going through. Um, I see a post all the time on Instagram and it's just like um you know I'd rather listen to your story than to attend your funeral and as true as that may be that posting down that your story that's not enough that's not enough because think about truly who is going to most people when they're truly battling with mental health feel like they can't even talk to people that are close to them they feel like they can't talk to anybody So who is going to hit up a stranger just like, you know what I'm saying? No, that's why I say reposting on your story is not enough. You need to check on people. You have to check on people. You have to prioritize other people's mental health, too, because I'm about to get emotional up here. (laughs) But literally, some people feel like they can't pull themselves out. And that's when you need community. You need friends. You need people. You have to check on people. If something seems off, I can I'm I'm grateful for the time I was off Instagram. There were people who took notice of even just that and they hit me up. Hey, are you okay? Whether I was 100 percent receptive to it or not. Everybody wants to feel important. Everybody wants to feel like they have support and love. So that's something that I feel like everybody should be going out of their way to do daily. And if you think about it, if if everybody is prioritizing everybody else's mental health, everybody should be taken care of for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Nobody should be, everybody should be getting checked up on. Everybody should be pulling their weight. So I would say that the biggest lesson for me that came out of this whole mental health journey is just the importance of radical self-care. I think that literally can wrap it up in a nutshell. Like self-care, you know, doing a face mask, getting your hair done, keeping your nails done, that self-care is great, but radical self-care, taking that break from school if you need it. Taking a break from that sport if you need it. Quitting that job if it's not doing anything for you. Radical self-care. Isolating yourself. Saying, I need to take a vacation. Or, I'm going to put my phone on do not disturb. You know, radical self-care. Things that ultimately is going to make people take a notice. Not only to your struggle, but also to your journey of trying to heal yourself radical self-care is necessary and it's really revolutionary in this day and age because like I said earlier our society is not set up like that our society has us running like we are machines and I realized a long time ago I am not a machine (laughs) I am a sensitive and soft human being and I want to be treated as such so I had to start treating myself as such and I just think that that is a really great topic, especially considering that Valentine's Day is approaching. So to top off this video, I'm just going to be sharing a few of my um, self-love rituals that I have been participating in and will definitely up the ante on on Valentine's Day. So um, I saw one of the things I've been doing, which I saw on TikTok is. um. This girl made a video literally just telling herself that she loves herself. Like, so the video literally just sounded like, I love you, Tiana. I love you, Tiana. I love you, Tiana. A compilation of all the time she made a video telling herself that she loved herself. And literally, it made me shed a tear. <laughs> and so I've been doing that. I cannot wait for y'all to see the finished project, product, the finished product of that video and also i wrote a love letter to myself which that was extremely like powerful to me and when i wrote it i wasn't emotional or anything i read it um probably like the next day started crying and that literally just consists of telling yourself everything you would want to hear from another from a significant other from family members from whoever but instead it's you making all these promises to you and you have to follow through because nothing builds self-confidence and self-love more than like showing up for yourself and actually executing and getting the job done so I'm actually, I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read my love letter to me. And I hope that it really inspires some radical self-love within everyone who's listening. Dear Zoe, you are so beautiful, so amazing, extraordinary in every way. You deserve the world and I'm going to give it to you little by little every day. I am committed to you, to your evolution and growth. I am dedicated to your cause, to your liberation, to the woman you are and who you will grow to be. Others will come and go, but I will always stay. Together we will build and continue to reach higher heights. I will bring you flowers just so you can stop and smell them every time you get the chance. I will pamper you. I will affirm you. I will dedicate my life to making sure you reach your full potential. I love you, Zoe, and I would create ways to show you each and every day. I'm eternally grateful. And and honestly, at that point, I was just like, well, shit, why can't I just date myself? Like, literally, could I clone myself except, like, make me a boy, a male, <laughs> and date myself? But nevertheless, you know, that is this chapter of my life. I am dating myself, I'm going to continue dating myself. And because only I can give myself the type of love that I yearn for. And in doing such, I'm going to attract people to give me that love as well. But I'm no longer waiting for it. I'm no longer asking for it. I'm just going to execute. So at this point in time, I don't even know what my Valentine's Day plans are going to be, but I know that it will be a good day. I know I'm going to pamper myself and I know I'm not going to be sad because I don't have somebody to spend it with because I do have somebody to spend it with mm, myself and we're going to have a great day. And I honestly just want that for all the singles out there. I hope that you take back your power and I hope that you start showing up for yourself the way you want others to show up for you. With that being said, I think that is that is all the gems I have to share for this episode. Y'all don't know how happy I am that I have reached the end. <laughs> it was nerve-wracking for me to get up here and talk this long by myself. But we did it. So with that being said, um, Thank you so so much for the love and support that I have received thus far on my content. Um I cannot express my gratitude enough. Without you all it would be nothing. And I'm I'm just confident in the fact that we're going to continue to grow. Going to continue to gain supporters, but I'm definitely not overlooking the importance of what I already have, you know. If you have 10 people who are willing to have unwavering faith in you and listen to you and follow you and support you, you have a a platform. So like the fact that I have over 100 people tuning in and listening to me, they want to hear what I have to say or whatever, that's so powerful. And I just promise that I'm not going to waste my platform or my opportunity. So with that being said, um, I'm going to probably in the description leave a link to my patreon if you don't know what a patreon is it is a website that basically just allows you to make a donation to a creator or um or to actually become a patreon to their cause or whatever it might be but for me right now it's just basically a love donation if you want to um Go to my Patreon and leave me a love donation of 444, so literally $4.44. It would be greatly appreciated. Um, And just always please um, subscribe, share, and leave a review. (laughs) Thank you so much for this experience. Eternally grateful. Peace.